Hello, this is the Daily Tech, and I'm going to be showing some more tech news with you. Now, this is, this is a lot of stories, so I do hope you're ready, and make sure you enjoy it. Okay, so for the first tech news that I'm going to be talking about, uh, we're looking at the um, leaks for the iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro, and those different models. So this, um, things by TechRadar, the articles by TechRadar, so... This is what I'm going off. So, go down to release date. So, of course, I've talked about this before. But, I mean, this is more in depth now. So, um, it's going to be coming out around October, like the beginning of October, probably October 13th, um, is what they say here. Because apparently, Apple often unveil things on a Tuesday, so. Yeah. Uh, and there are also pre orders for the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12. Max would um, open on that same week. But apparently the iPhone 12 Pro and iPhone 12 Pro Max won't be available until um, sometime in November, so that's... Yeah, even though this might not be true. Um, so... Definitely good. Um, so now for pricing, we got this very nice graph here. So of course we are expecting the um, iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro to have 5G, so there are different prices. So for the base model iPhone 12 4G, 128GB of storage, which is going to be the base for this year, um, is $549, and there's no leaked information for 256GB um, and 512 even though we can't expect it probably to be like a hundred dollar increase possibly I mean that's normally what we see but it could be less just because, or it might not even have that option I don't know anyway and then um the iPhone 12 5G oh yeah something else is because the 5G version might not have a 512 gigabyte option that might mean the iPhone 12 4G might not so um, the iPhone 12 5G 600 and extra 100 dollars to get a 5G capability which is probably going to be more recommended, because of course, if this phone's going to last you a while, you want the better connectivity. Um, so then, oh, this light. Uh, so then, um, as 256 is going to be a $100 increase from that. Because we can expect kind of like, uh, power leak. There's no clear information for the UK or Australian prices, but of course, we can expect it to always calculate how they normally do it. Um, okay, for the iPhone 12 Max 4G, uh, we're expecting it to start at $649, which is the same as the iPhone 12 5G. Uh, there's no leaked information for um, store the extra storage options. Uh, for the iPhone 12 Max, which is... iPhone 12 Max... Okay, so I think the iPhone 12 Max is the 5G model. Doesn't say that though. So, uh, starting off at $749, then 256 gigabytes will be $849. This is all um, leaked prices. It's not necessarily true. I mean, it's what we're expecting. And uh, probably not an option for 512 gigabytes. I do wonder why that is, because some people would need that, and of course you can't expand it after. It might be because they can't fit it in, or it wouldn't be cost efficient, who knows. Um, Okay, for the iPhone 12 Pro, which I think is going to have 5G, that there's no 4G model. Um, it's going to have It's going to start at $999, and then go up in a $100 increase for 256 gigabytes. Oh, actually, they're keeping the 512 gigabytes for um, Pro models. 
That kind of makes sense. And then the $200 increase for 512 gigabytes, which makes sense, kind of. Um, and the iPhone 12 Pro Max, uh, starting at $1,099, uh, going up $100 for 256, and then going up $200 for the um, 512 gigabytes. Of course, all the same for the UK and Australian prices, just in their kind of line. So, that is, that was quite a lot of information to take in, obviously. But, so what we can tell is they're going to be, it's always going to be quite expensive, but of course, if you want, like, an iPhone, like, kind of good model, like, not the SE, like, the new design, stuff like that, then this, and you want, like, the new 12, and of course, this one's probably going to be ready to go. I feel like the 5G versions of these phones will probably be more popular, just because they're not, it is an increase, it obviously is quite a bit of an increase, $100 is still a lot, but I mean, it's not awfully bad for 5G, because 5G is a lot better. So, for the design, um, of course it's meant, it's meant to have a big redesign, not massive massive, but like a decently good redesign. So, it's going to be, firstly, um, it's gonna still going to have the kind of same design, but not as bad. Uh, so, specifically, constant leaks have suggested that the iPhone 12 will have a flatter metal frame than the iPhone 11. Of course, this is what we're expecting, like, more square design, like the iPad Pro. Of course, the rear of the phones are all expected to be made out of glass. But a bit more squared off, obviously, because we've got the image here that shows um, from everything Apple Pro. Um, so I think this is going for, of course, Apple logo is probably still going to be where it's been kept for a while now. Not a while, but no, I mean, um, so that's quite good. Of course, you got like leak things here. So of course, we've seen um, like fake units of all these phones. So we can see a camera. Um, it's quite large, especially on this big model. So it's definitely going to be a nice new design. So uh, for the sizes, um, a specific fitness is giving for the um, iPhone 12 Pro, which is going to be about 7.4 millimeters, which is slightly thinner as well. So actually, it's near like a millimeter, um, 0.7 millimeters. I think that is. Is it? Yeah, it is. So. That. Um, there's a supposed 5.4 inch iPhone 12 that looks similar to the iPhone 7, but not as small as the original SE. Of course, I do. I think the small form factor is good for some people. We're getting a new design because, of course, we haven't seen that really. Um, does not say where all the others are, like sizes. Okay, so. It has, it's expected to have the same IP68 water and dust resistance that's found on the iPhone 11. So it could be submerged in water but not entirely waterproof. This is what we've seen, which is quite good. Uh, also the charging cable might be getting a redesign. It's pointed towards like a braided cable. That's quite good, of course it'll be stronger. But it's not sure if every iPhone 12 model will get this, if this is like a pro cable. Uh, so it will. So the rumors that we've heard for the colors is a navy blue on the top end models, midnight green 
Um, I don't know. So, possibly uh, Midnight Green. Of course, we're probably still expecting um, Space Grey, Silver, and possibly Gold. So, okay, right, what screen? Okay, this is where the sizes are. So, the iPhone 12 is expected to have a 5.4 inch screen. Uh, the iPhone 12 Max is expected to have a 6.1 inch screen. Uh, so, if the iPhone 11, 12 Pro which is 6.1 inch screen as well, and an iPhone 12 Pro Max, which is 6.7 inch. So of course, these two I think is what has been for a while. So, it's a bit odd how that Max things work. Like, Max is still not the biggest phone you can get. Like, a Pro Max is bigger than a Max. Yes, kind of makes sense. So, so it's quite good. So, there's also an, apparently a new option for a 960 by 2079 display, which doesn't match the current iPhone, but it makes sense for a 5.4-inch model. So that's probably where we've seen the 5.4-inch from. Of course, we're expecting them all to have OLEDs this year, which is uh, nice. Of course, OLED is better, better darks. Um, it's just nicer. It's also better for power saving. You know, if you have like a darker part of the app, especially in dark mode then at least you're saving some battery life as well, which some people like. Also, another big rumour is that the iPhone is expected to move to 120Hz um, refresh rate. This probably will just be the Pro, though. Of course, because if the iPad you only get 60Hz, and the iPad Pro you get the ProMotion 90Hz, I think it is. So, probably don't expect it on the Pro. Yeah, so 120Hz phones with the two Pro models. So, of course, you see it on these new phones now anyway, so we kind of expected this. So, what else? So, um, a YouTuber, Everything Apple Pro, said that they're struggling with 120Hz, so it might be 90Hz. Of course, save some battery life, because of course 120Hz is pushing a lot of frames a second, so... It's definitely going to drain some battery life, so they're going to need big batteries. Okay, now for the camera, because I'm going down this article, so that's... So, it, we're going to see some changes to this, obviously. So, there's likely to be an addition of a LiDAR scanner, which we saw on the iPad Pro. This can judge distances and depth, which would allow for better augmented reality, which is quite cool, because augmented reality is good. Um, there's a lot of applications for it, obviously. There's, I think one of the main ones right now is um, a few games, but also um, a few um, shops now have this thing where you can, I think Curry's have it, uh, PC World, possibly. I think it was, uh, no, one shop that was, I can't remember which one it was. And um, so I think it would be... Um, what was it like? Oh yeah, so you um, see, like, you can put the item there and see what it would look like in real life. So you can kind of choose if you like it to be there. So um, we've got another sheet here, uh, so it shows everything. So, this goes on. So, is that? Yeah, okay, keep it there. So, how many cameras start off with the iPhone 12s? Okay, so, go down. So, uh, the iPhone 12 expected to have two cameras, but no LiDAR scanner. Same with the iPhone 12 Max, you know, two cameras and no LiDAR scanner. Um, the iPhone 12 Pro 
um, having three cameras with a LiDAR scanner and the same with the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Which this would make sense, of course, you would reserve it for their Pro feature, so I think this is quite accurate. Um, sources say the iPhone 12 might have a 64 megapixel camera over the 12 megapixel that's been on previous versions, and of course, that is a huge upgrade. So, so this is quite good, of course. Um, Max Weinbach, which um, he says it uh, might feature smart HDR, which um, allows functionality for improved low light performance. So that's good, you know, dark, be able to take pictures in darker environments. So that's good. Uh, so Elite suggests that um, 4K footage at 120fps and 4K slow motion at 240fps would be possible. So that's quite good, of course. That's really all you need. So that's cool. What else? Um, okay, now for the specs. Um, so we're expecting it to use the 5 nanometer A14 Bionic chip chipset. Of course, this is going to be quite powerful, it's their new one. So, this looks quite cool. Um, also, RAM could get a boost as well. Uh, the iPhone 12 Pro and iPhone 12 Pro Max having 6GB of it and up to 4GB. Uh, no, 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 this is up from 4GB. Does it say about the um, standard iPhone 12? I don't think it does, or it might do down here. Um, what else? So. So in a leaked benchmark, it shows that um, the single-core multi-score was ahead of a Snapdragon 865, which is the processor we've seen in almost all the flagships. I'm not sure if it's faster than the a um, Snapdragon 865 Plus. It might be, but we don't really know. Also, uh, it might support the new um, 802.11ay specification which allows it to share content that speeds up to 20 to 30 gigabytes which is fast. So that's quite good. So the iPhone 12 may have a 2227 mAh battery and um, the iPhone 12 Max and iPhone 12 Pro having a 2775 mAh battery that would make sense seeing that they're probably going to be the same size. And the iPhone 12 Pro Max having a 3687 mAh battery this is quite small for um, like today's standard. You know, you're seeing even budget phones here, like the OnePlus Clover having like a six thousand milliamp hour battery um, in like a two hundred pound phone. So that's definitely an improvement. Not at all. That's an improvement. Not this. I feel like they should be trying to put bigger batteries in, but maybe they've managed to make it efficient enough where they don't need to. Um. So yeah, this is good. Um, will the iPhone 12 use USB-C? Um, the rumours do suggest it still will be using Lightning. Which is a bit of a shame because you've got the iPad Pro which is switched to um, USB-C. And we might never see USB-C on the iPhone. You know, people are saying it's switching to a portless design for the uh, iPhone 13. So, USB-C would be better, you know, one cable because like, everything uses USB-C now apart from the iPhone. So of course you've even got the iPad Pro. It would be nice if you saw it on, I think even the base model iPads expected to have it, so, or something similar to that. So it's like, or maybe the iPad Air, I can't remember which one it was now. I did do about it in one of the other 
episodes of this podcast. Um, it is a bit of a shame. Anyway, okay, so let's go through the spec sheets on here. So, um, chipset for the Atherin 12, um, A14 Bionic, 4GB of RAM, which is a bit of a shame. I think it would have been better with 6GB, but probably doesn't matter. Uh, we've already talked about these. Um, A14 Bionic for all of these, so that's quicker to do. 4GB of RAM, of course, for the Atherin 12 Max, um, iPhone 12 Pro having 6GB, and so for the Atherin 12 Pro Max. Um, oh, and the difference with 5G is this is just sub 6 for both of these and um, for the iPhone 12 Max and iPhone 12 and for the iPhone 12 Pro and 12 Pro Max, um, sub 6 and millimeter wave. So that's definitely good, of course, you see about 5G. And will the iPhone 12 come fair pods? Probably not, of course, they wouldn't really, that wouldn't help them. Because of course it's much better when they sell them separately. It may not even be including anything in the box. It might include a cable, and that might be it. Like you're not going to get like the um, those earbuds. Some people do use like the lightning earbuds, you know, so people can actually use um, headphones to begin with. You know, some people might have to wait a while to get. Of course, you do get the adapter, I think. So. Um. What else? So, of course, it might even be including a power brick, and you got even other budget phones, including like 30 watt power bricks. So, I think that's a bit sad. Like, um, and of course, it's got iOS 14. So, so this has already been unveiled. So, of course, it will lighten fast versions of apps, so that like um, app clips. I'm assuming you probably have seen this, but if you haven't, it's like you can do things like you can use certain things without having to take a while to like download it. It's useful. See, so yeah, okay, it says here um, you should probably wait until the iPhone 12. If you need, so if you don't need a phone right now, uh, you should probably just wait for the iPhone 12 is what I'll say. But if you need a phone right now, of course, you should go for, well, you have to go for the iPhone 11. So, I think like if you can wait for the um, iPhone 12 Pro, of course you get all those improvements. So it's not too far away. What is it like the first of September now? So that's about like a month and a bit. So it's not too long. Right. Okay. And now moving on to the next article. Of course, we've got uh, three more to go after that. Actually, we'll see if it needs three more. Uh, possibly two. So. Um, Tesla is rolling out a software update to let its cars um, see speeds, limit signs, as uh, the cameras. It's also added a chime that will allow the car um, when the when there's a green light when sitting at a traffic light. So of course, Tesla have been giving a load of um, updates to their um, cars for a while now. Of course, it's a good thing about having these like, electric cars; you can push updates to them more than you can with. Um, less like sophisticated if you like cars and of course having the cameras allows them to have more updates I think these are really good cars um, so it's had an update where if you're at a um, if you're at a traffic light and it turns green it will give you a little like notification which is quite cool also um, it can detect um, speed signs where is it does it say this anywhere oh yeah um, allow them to uh, see some stuff to do with that. 
So I think this also helps, um, like, if you need to kind of... I'm not sure, maybe if, like... Maybe if you don't know what speed you're meant to be going at, and the card's obviously seen it, you can check on that. So I think this is a cool little update. Of course, it's been getting these updates for a while now, and this is just another good update. Okay, um, I think the next one we should probably do is this one. Okay, so uh, Microsoft Word's got a new feature that makes Google Docs users jealous, according to this article by Smarter Living. Oh yeah, the other article was done by The Verge. Okay, so Smarter Living has made this article. So, auto transcription is coming to Microsoft Word. So, uh, currently Google Docs has done everything that Microsoft Word does, but for free. Because Microsoft Word is, I think, better if you need just the app, like on a computer. But for most people, Google Docs works absolutely fine. Of course, I've used it quite a bit as well. So, um, they are now because now people aren't buying Microsoft Word, of course, they're losing quite a bit of money on it. I'll assume anyway. So, it's going to have automatic transcription within. Um, the web version of Word. So this will admit some people will need this. So when you activate voice typing in Google Docs, it's not great, you know, it doesn't detect your voice well. So that's pretty annoying. So a always when you have AI like transcription, it always makes mistakes, it's not great. But I think if they can get this to work then Definitely is so. So paying uh, for transcriptions also quite expensive. So this AI solution could be quite good, you know. If it's included um, in a monthly six ninety nine um, dollar subscription, uh, Microsoft three sixty five, then the and there's no limit. I, this is going to be quite good, you know. One dollar twenty five, you know, six minutes, and you've pretty much got that point of what you could do in the month, which could be loads depending on what you do. Um, it also does well against things like otter.ai which um, charges nearly like $10 a month uh, for 600 minutes, oh no, it does let you do 600 minutes of live transcription free of charge though, so this is a good upper hand that um, Google Docs doesn't have right now, of course it could come in the future but possibly not, so I think this is giving Microsoft Word another thing that it needs to get more customers. Because of course Docs and Microsoft Word are pretty much the same, so um, this is a good update. Right, okay, now some Google Gmail news you know, by Express. Um, so now um, it's got a nightmare Gmail flaw that could put users at risk. So there's a serious vulnerability with Go that Google knew about for few months. So terrifying flaw sounds like a scammer's dream according to this article. Um, so it as it could have allowed a bad actor to impersonate any Gmail or G Suite user. Which of course is not good. So at first glance it seems like an email such as one asking you to pay for a subscription that is about to expire. Is legitimate. Uh, but then um or spot the email address and of course it isn't genuine so you just ignore it you know get rid of it 
But this um, Gmail vulnerability basically allows it to make um, sent from any address, so you can't tell if it's a scam or not, you know. If you're paying for, like, um, I don't know, uh, extra drive space, you might be able to impersonate um, Google saying you need to pay something. Of course, some people will fall for this, which, of course, then they're paying money that they don't obviously want to be paying. So, this is a bit annoying, obviously. So, yeah, this isn't good, of course. Now it's got a fix, so it's not around anymore, but this is also a bit, of, a bit annoying. Okay, so, yeah, this isn't good, you know. I wonder how many, uh, thankfully it's fixed, obviously, but I wonder how many people could have fallen for this, or have possibly even fallen for this. Because um, it's not too hard to avoid them if you can see the email address, but when you can't, when it looks real, and it pretty much is real apart from it isn't, then it's impossible to tell, and some people will fall for it, so that obviously isn't good. Okay, yeah, we have got um, time for this last one here. So um, it's about an Apple logo LED and how much it is sold for. So this is from Creative um, Block, so something like that. Um, that makes the macro seem cheap. So. According to the original listing, this sign was suspended within a square acrylic shadow measuring um, 34.5 inches by 34.5 inches, so square obviously, uh, with um, general wear with age. So, this was hung outside an authorised Apple reseller, uh, retailer at some point in the late 1970s, so it's quite old. So. Somebody estimated that it would sell for about ten thousand dollars, but it actually sold for eighty-one thousand three hundred dollars for this. Now that is quite a lot, obviously, and of course it was eight times what they estimated, pretty much. So, why does sign so far much? Well, it's technically a piece of history if you want to call it that. So, that is very. We've seen other other Apple Rainbow logo auctions, like the original 1970s poster back in March of Trump for over $20,000, but nothing quite as expensive as this. That's quite odd though, because I guess it is quite cool, and I guess the people who could afford this, which is obviously not many, um, would have been like a cool thing to have, you know, it, it, does, it does look really cool. So, yeah, I do think that sell for quite a bit that it possibly shouldn't have needed to sell for but that is quite cool anyway because yeah it look at it looks cool you know you got the original rainbow apple logo you know it looks cool you can light it up some people who could afford this would actually love to have this so I think it's quite cool. Anyway if you enjoyed today's um episode please do consider subscribing so you can see all the latest tech news by me. Anyways have a good day.